So I want to share with you a couple of, a couple of ideas that, I, that we focused on what we just talked about. What was the key thing I, I, I just, uh, Gary Halbert's story I just told, what was the most important concept that I, that I told in that story? You don't have to go to the mic, you can yell from your seat. Mentor, you yeah. Mentor. Yeah. yeah, what else? Successful mentor. What did I do with Gary that was kind of profound? He even confessed it was. Listening to other business people's challenges. Yeah, it's no. all true. That's it. But there's one profound. To mentor you. What was that? To mentor you. I asked him. I asked him. I asked a question. I asked a question that nobody ever asked me for. I asked for what I wanted. I asked for what I wanted. He can sit down and watch him while mentoring the other 10 people. That's right. So ask for what I want. That's the concept. Asking for what you want. It's a foreign concept to most people. Asking for what you want. Now look, look at life this way. Just, just put, learn, put the hat on asking for what you want and look at life, how life works. If you ask for what you want, the chances of getting it, based on my experience and the experience of my colleagues and students over the years, is somewhere between 60% and 95%. If you ask for what you want, that's all what percentage of the time you'll get it. If you don't ask for what you want, how often do you think you get it? Zero. Zero. Or maybe I flute you might get it one or two times. So if you don't ask for what you want, you're not going to get it. If you ask for what you want, there's a good chance you will. Why don't we do it more of the time? Like all the time. People don't. Because the way they've been brought up or the way their belief systems are, all this kind of crap that gets in the way. And it's just not in business, it happens in personal relationships. Do you realize that most couples out there have problems with sex and they're afraid to ask what do they want from their partner? It's absurd. It happens all, all through our life. We don't ask for what we want, and therefore we don't get it. And then we get mad at the person for not giving us what they want. <laughs> so how can you expect somebody else to figure out what's going on in your brain? So you ask for what you want in all areas of your life, and then your life will work a lot better, a lot more happier, a lot more wealth, a lot more fun. Got it? Okay. Woo! Okay, I just want to tie up one of the stories here. Um, in 1969, I already mentioned that. Oh, thank you. In 1969, I, I already mentioned. That's my alarm for my pill to go off here. Hang on. So while you're doing that, the one last thing I know about asking for what you want, because Alan taught me this concept, I don't know, 12, 13, 15 years ago. Sometimes when you don't get exactly what you want, you've got to rephrase your question or go back to it and just ask it for it a slightly different way. I mean, there's sometimes there's a, there's a persistence involved, right? You're going to get feedback from someone, and then you've got to go, okay, now what do I do with this? How do I shift this around and ask for what I want? But it's amazing how many times, you know, where you think there might be something complex or whatever, and you ask for exactly what you want, and you get, as Alan said, really close, 95%. You know, of what you were planning to get from that. And if you don't, then just rephrase the question. But as Alan said, people are so afraid at times just to ask for what they really want. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. And sometimes it's just embarrassment or, you know, some people are, some people ask for a discount anywhere, right? And for other people, that's just not in their DNA or their norm or whatever. They're embarrassed by it. They're like, oh, don't ask for a discount. Yeah, so that's. Right. Yeah, but see, he's asking for what he wants, right? 
Well, you can't do it, but I'd be, I, I suggest that you can do it. You just have to learn how to do it. Yeah. I should put on a course called Ask What You Want. Halbert, <laughs> 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 H-A-L-B-E-R-T. If you go to GaryHalbert.com, all his past newsletters, he's, he's dead now. He died about 10 years ago. But, um, all his, his newsletters that he wrote, they're all online free. Uh, so his son runs the uh, website now. Yeah, you can go over a look. It's amazing stuff. Amazing stuff. You have a question? Yeah, I was going to say one of the things, one of the tricks I always use is to come up funny before you ask. And that's very easy. People like personal stories. That's right. If you just tell them something about you, you just open up, and oh, well, this is a trust. You build the trust. And immediately you get a level of connection, some sort of a connection with this person. And it may be the first time around. Well, you saw the connections really happening in those circles. We, we stayed a whole total of 20 minutes here, and some of you guys at the end of the day, you were best buddies. Yeah, exactly right. Exactly right. I want to finish with a quick little story, another little story about me back in 1969. I was, I, so my goal was to hitchhike across Canada, which I achieved. But I, had a, I got stuck just outside Kamloops in, 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 in the middle of August. If you do anything about Kamloops in August, you know it's very hot. <laughs> And uh, the night before, I was let off by a camp counselor in the middle of nowhere on the Trans-Canada Highway. So I get up the next morning at 6, 6 a.m. when the sun comes up, whatever time it was, and I get up to the highway at 6.30 or 7 and start hitchhiking. And 7 a.m., 8 a.m., 9 a.m., 10 a.m., I'm not getting any rides. All I was getting was comments from cars going by, dirty hippie, you know, whatever else is going on. Because I had my guitar in my back sack and, you know, backpack and the whole bit. So I played the part pretty much a bit, bit, bit dirty from the for 54 days of hitchhiking before that. And finally, I got a ride eight miles down the road, which wasn't much help at all. <laughs> so in the distance, uh, after you dropped me off, I looked down the road, and I, I thought I saw a, a gas station or some other building down there. So I started walking towards it, and eventually I got there, and it was a gas station. I thought, oh, boy, maybe it's the kind of gas station that has a snack bar attached to it. No. It had a pot machine and a candy machine. So I popped a couple of those each, and then I felt worse. And then this time it's around 2 or 3 o'clock in the afternoon, and I had this, struck by this thought. My goal was to get, get to Toronto. So I thought, if I'm going to Toronto, I better start doing something. So I asked myself a question. What can I do to get myself to Toronto faster? Right now it's not working at all. So I thought, if, if I hold a sign up that says, maybe Calgary, because if I, if I, Toronto, that's asking for too much. I didn't know about asking for what you want back then. So I, I, I found a piece of cardboard by the side of the road. I pulled out a pen I had in my backpack, and I managed to carve out the words Calgary on a piece of cardboard. So I started hitchhiking like this with the Calgary sign, and I was holding all my stuff and trying to look somewhat respectable, but it was failing miserably. <laughs> <laughs> and um, finally, this car stops, and, and it, was an, it was a green Austin America from 1968, the model year. I used to, uh, the cars that give me rides are always stuck in my brain, because there's so few of them. <laughs> and they pulled over, and they helped me load my stuff in the car, and they asked where I'm going. I said, I'm going to Calgary. Didn't you see the sign? I said, no, we didn't see your sign. It was on an angle. We couldn't read it. Yeah. Turns out they were going to Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> and I went with them. And the moral of that story is, I asked myself a question, and I got an answer. And that's how life works. Whenever you ask yourself a question, and you always get an answer. And the answer may not be the one you want, and it may not be a good one. But the whole thing is, asking questions is how you access your brain. 
How you access the computer is through software. How you access your brain is by asking questions. And you, if, you, if you improve your ability to ask questions of your brain, of your mind, you get really better answers. Also of other people as well. Anyway, I really enjoyed tonight. It's been a lot of fun. And I hope you guys got some value out of the, the, the hot seat circles or the, the breakthrough circles, as we call them. DJ, thanks a lot for inviting me. You're welcome. It's a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. So I, I just want to personally thank Alan. I mean, just so that we know in the background that, um, you know, Dan talks the story. You know, if people have known Dan from board, Dan talks about the story about how he learned how to copyright and how he mentored with someone and everything else. Well, this is the Alan Jacks that he mentored with at that time. And for those that don't know, Al and I worked together for 10 years in a partnership. That's where I met Dan, so Dan made the connection with me to Alan from that standpoint. And uh, you may, I see the insights just came back to me tonight and everything else, just thinking about just really the power of questions, which is really an expertise, you know, with Alan. If you've got a few minutes to stick around and just ask it from that way. So just even like for me today, you know, when I found out that we needed to come up with another speaker, it automatically came a question in my mind. What can I do to deliver five to ten times more value tonight? This automatic thought that came in where a lot of times it would happen, people, people would get stuck, they'd be bummered, they're like, how could this happen, everything else, right? But when you think if you ask a question, it automatically puts you into an action or into a positive state, you know, no matter what's happening from that way. And all that stuff I just learned from Alan that way. So um, I, really, I really appreciate you coming out, Alan. I hope maybe, you. you know, Dan, I can get you to come out again. We can give us some other insights from him. But um, there's just so many things that Alan's done that we didn't really get a chance to talk tonight. Well, tell me what I'll do here. If, if, if anybody wants to hang around, we'll be, meet over there or something. Anybody wants to ask me any questions about anything, I'll hang around and answer, answer some questions. Good. Good. But I'll, uh, we'll do, I'll do it one-on-one. I'll do it in, in a small group. Okay, that's so fine. Everybody can hear the answers. Because Alan really, like, the, 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 some of his business accomplishments are amazing. I mean, he did teach um, Dan and I copywriting. He's, you know, he's a little bit more humble and everything else. But there are, there are a few copywriters that can say they've written a letter that's actually generated a million dollars in revenue. And Alan's actually done two of those, those letters in his time. You know, the actual letters from that standpoint. He started the Real Estate Investment Network, which was, to me was amazing. I'd heard about it before I even knew Alan at that point. And just to think that he created the, the whole concept of the real estate group at the time, it didn't exist. I mean, the people now that know about, you know, RAIN and REAG and all these other different groups, yeah. Well, we're at a time where none of that stuff was out there. It was just a thought. And if you ask Alan a story about it, he might tell you it afterwards. That people laughed at him. People ridiculed him. People told him it wouldn't work. Donnie Campbell, who runs it now, told me it wouldn't work. Yeah, so I mean, it's just a story, just the mindset. Just, it always amazed me when I heard that story, that this was just something he had a sea plant in his mind to what he was able to grow that thing and have it go across Canada. So just a, an exceptional entrepreneur from that way, also, uh, also a personal friend from that way. And you know, Dan and I still mentor them, and I'm just really thankful you came out here tonight to, uh, to talk to the group. So that's it. Thanks for coming out tonight, everyone. Ten times your finances, ten times your business, ten times your marketing, ten times your life. Hit the subscribe button now.